Hey Redemption, my name is Josh and welcome back to our series in Counting the Costs of Sin. And so in this series, the idea is that we might engage in the fight against indwelling sin as believers, that we might count the cost of sin, see how costly sin really is, and that in seeing the cost of sin, we might be able to choose a greater way, which is to follow after our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with our whole hearts. And so today, the second thing we're going to look at is that our sin, the cost of our sin, is that our sin deserves death. Uh, I've heard it said that original sin, the idea that we are born sinners, um, that this doctrine that's in scripture, that, that the sin and the effects of the fall kind of course through our whole person, uh, that you can actually prove original sin. And the way you have to do it is just have a kid. And so over the last two and a half years, almost three years, my wife and I have had two beautiful girls and we love them terribly. They're fantastic. But I will say this, my oldest, while she's fun, super verbal, likes to have a lot of laughter and dancing and everything going on. My oldest, uh, she just knows how to lie. Like, and I, as a dad, a good, trying to be a good dad, I did not set out to teach my daughter how to lie. She just knows. And so my wife and I have to ask her is that, are you telling the truth or are you lying to us? And we kind of have to teach her that what she's doing is wrong, but we did not teach her to lie. She just does it because she's born a sinner. And the reality of this is that whether it's a small sin or a big sin, since our sin is against God, God said in the Garden of Eden to Adam and Eve, he says, if you sin, you will surely die. And so uh, sin, our sin deserves death. And not just physical death, right? Sin doesn't just introduce physical death, but the effects of the fall are super widespread throughout all of creation. And so I've been in recently reading some stuff by a guy from London. He's with the Lord now, but his name's J.C. Ryle. And he says this about the effects of sin, not just sin being that we have like death, physical death, but he talks about the kind of way in which death kind of uh, moves into every area of life. And he says this, think of all the misery and sorrow that sin has caused and is causing at this very day, pain, disease, and death, strifes, quarrels, and divisions, envy, jealousy, and malice, deceit, fraud, and cheating, violence, oppression, and robbery, selfishness, unkindness, and ingratitude. All of these are the fruits of sin. Sin is the parent of them all. Sin it is that so that has so marred and spoiled the face of God's good creation. Death is not just like uh, you know the physical death, as I've been saying, but it's it's something that really kind of is a lifestyle that affects kind of the way we interact with people. It affects our relationships, not only um, with our friends and family, but just even people we don't know. It affects societies and it affects us internally. And so sin is, <clears throat> because of our sin, we deserve death. But the beauty of the gospel, as followers of Jesus Christ, we know that that's not the final story. We know that, we know that sin deserves death, but we also see that someone took our place in the death that we deserve. That Jesus Christ, when he died in our place, he died the death that we deserve but he now gives life. And that new life that's found in Christ now gets to go throughout all of creation. Through us, as we go and in our lives, we get to then bring the new life of Christ and the effects of the new life of Christ 
into our lives. So rather than see, as we call out sin for what it is and all the negative consequences that come from it, I would encourage us that we would rather choose to follow after Jesus. Paul does something similar in Romans 6. Towards the end of Romans 6, when he's talking about this new life found in Christ and encourages the Romans to no longer sin, but to follow after Jesus, he says this in verse 21 in Romans 6. He says, but what fruit were you getting at the time from the things of which that you are now ashamed? The end of those things is death. He says, he says, what were you gaining when you were choosing to sin repeatedly? He was saying you were gaining nothing. He's like, you're ashamed of those. You've confessed those. You've, you've given them to God and God has forgiven you in Christ. And he now says, like, you're ashamed of those things. What were you gaining? Death. You don't want them. And then he says further on, he says, but now that we have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification, that we might become more holy, and its end is eternal life. And then he says a verse that some might be familiar with. He says, for the wages of sin is death, right? Like, what do you get? What do you get paid for all of your sin? You get paid death. But then he says, the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's the better choice. Right? As we count the cost of sin and all of its negative effects and how it, it, it just deserves death but brings death into every area of life, let's choose to follow Christ who is able to overcome and who's able to bring his good new life into every area. All right, I hope you join me next time. Have a great day.